what do you want? What do you what do you care about? What are, what are you passionate about? What are you what do you want out of this life? You're only here on this earth for so long. So what do you want to make out of it? everyone welcome back to another episode of growing a lily i'm your host lily and today i have a very special guest with me today she's one of my closest friends i literally call her whenever i feel like i need advice or you know she's just one of those people okay she's very near and dear to my heart and her name is michelle Gales. <laughs> That's not how you pronounce it, huh? It's Gales. Gales. You were so close. You I know, said Gales. It's okay. I said it all Hispanic. <laughs> hey, we're kind of the same. Same, same, but different. Welcome. Welcome to my podcast. How are you doing today? How are you feeling? I feel great. Feel excited. Wonderful. I'm excited to talk about whatever the heck we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about some crazy stuff okay, today, guys. We're going to talk some today. <laughs> but before we get into all the crazy talk, have you always lived here in Las Vegas? No, I was from New Jersey. I was born in New Jersey. How long How long ago did you leave New Jersey? Ooh, 16 years? Oh, dang. Oh, so, yeah. Oh, so you've been here in Las I Vegas. I mean, for a So you're kind of like from Vegas, but you know. Yeah. You were raised born, in Vegas. and raised here, you know what I mean? Was, yes, is your, all your family from here in the U.S.? Nah, they're actually from the Philippines. Both of your parents? Yes, ma'am. From where exactly in the Philippines? Oh, uh, my mom is from Oaxaca City, and my dad's from Iloilo. They're like kind of neighbors, but kind of not. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I don't really know. Yeah. <laughs> have you? You've never been to the Philippines? I have. It's have been, you? Yeah, it's been chill. It's like, oh, I don't even know how to explain what it looks like. <laughs> it just like. My parents live in the province, so mm -hmm. like uh, everything is just like in the jungle and stuff. Like uh, my dad grew up in the farm, so like all he did was like farm work and stuff. Mm -hmm. And just like there's like barely any interaction with the city. Like the closest town is like miles and miles away. Even like going to school is like miles and miles away. I was like, what the fuck? Your mom from a place like that too, or was she yeah. more in the city? Honestly. I don't remember mm -hmm. what our cities look, looks like. Yeah, I was so little when I went there, so I barely remember what anything looks like. How long ago was it? So I was probably like eight. Oh, so you were small. Yeah, I was. T I was tiny girl. You were little. <laughs> that that is a long time, low key. I'm like, I think the last time I was in Mexico, I was like eleven. Was what? I? Yeah, that was the last time. What I don't do you, know. What did What do you remember from Mexico? Um. It's a smaller town. There's mm -hmm. a lot of farms, so there's just animals kind of like okay. everywhere. And um, usually the families stick like around where they live together because it's like a little town, you know? Yeah. It's nothing really crazy. But I mean, they still have cars and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, if you go like deeper into the towns and stuff, there's like shops and all that. But it's kind of a smaller town. Yeah, place, so. it's pretty much the same. In the Philippines, I don't know where my parents came from. Same, same, but different. Look at yeah, that. Yeah, same. I'm like, <laughs> I feel like, well, for sure, I feel like you guys, it's more green. 
and a lot more tropical you know yeah. and us it's like a lot more dirt <laughs> and like yeah well in some places mm -hmm. in some parts because mexico's so big it's like you know it just kind of depends on which state in mexico there's from because there's some there's some parts that are like super green and mm -hmm. really watery and stuff but nothing as tropical as like the philippines uh, i just remember most in the philippines there's a lot of coconut trees <laughs> really yeah like my dad always talked about his stories about climbing coconut trees that there would be like little divots on the tree that's where they like put their feet and shit and shit and just like climb up that bitch but it's a big ass tree too like, i bet see, dude that's how like trees? a freaking coconut tree that's yeah, a big like ass huge. tree like, yeah, I was like, what the fuck? Does your dad still talk about the Philippines all Oh, that? all the time. He misses it so much. I don't know. We're actually supposed to go there, but COVID. Ugh. It's fine. But you know what? It's okay. Also, the president there is kind of like sus, but. <laughs> that's See, that's why I'm also like. <laughs> It's hard, you know, because it's like I love Mexico, mm -hmm. you know, and I'm sure like you guys love the Philippines, but it's just like there's certain things like the government, the president mm -hmm. is not good, you yeah, know. Yeah, like yeah, there's a lot of positives, but there's also a lot of negatives. Yeah, you know what I mean, like I would love to go visit my family. I would love to go like um, see the islands and everything. I feel like people over there are so much happier than people Dude, here. Honestly, like they. America has such a skewed image of what um, immigrants come from, like where their home countries are. I feel like they think we're like hate our country, so they're just not good. Like I don't know, they I feel like they think we're super poor, which a lot of the place it, it is poor, but that's I don't know. I feel like everybody here cares about money and they're not happy. Because uh, money rules the world. <laughs> when sure okay to a certain extent it's like but are you really happy with like how much money you're making that's like the thing because mm -hmm. these people like in our in our home countries like they're they're fine with where they're at like they have they're they, grateful yeah they, that's, that's a, a good they're word they're grateful yes dude. they appreciate what they what the, 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 the i can't talk the cars that they're dealt with exactly because you know what i feel like it's because since they already didn't have a lot everything that they do have they counted as a blessing and they're so grateful for it and that's why i feel like america are assholes <laughs> <laughs> it's i honestly think what it is is a lot of lack of empathy for a lot of people and just the world in general like we treat this place like shit Dude, like, like you see other countries like for example japan mm -hmm. uh or even korea too like they're they take care of their country and they take care of their people like mm -hmm. everyone actually has I, I forgot what it's called but like they have this thing where they keep others in mind mm -hmm. so like anything they do they isn't it a term that they use yeah you know what we're gonna look that up hold right. up we have to look that Pause. up because that's actually yeah give us a second <laughs> Alrighty, guys uh we tried to look it up for a good minute <laughs> we could not find the word if i find out what this word is we'll we'll tell you but yeah you were saying they have this term yeah that it's for keeping others in mind right yeah. they put others first pretty much like because it's like america is very selfish mm -hmm. which it's not wrong to be selfish when you do taking care of yourself but we're, america is just fucked they're up. not <laughs> people not. aren't even taking care of themselves that's the thing honestly they're not being genuinely selfish because they're so preoccupied with what everybody else is doing instead of being preoccupied by how they're Love taking care of themselves. Media. Those followers, 
they don't mean shit. <laughs> Who cares if you have like 1.2 million followers? Dude, and that's the crazy part is that I feel like in America, they're so obsessed over stupid things, like the most dumb things. And I'm like, people in Mexico or the Philippines or in all these other countries, they're just trying to survive. They yeah. just want to be like, they take every day as like a blessing and they're happy for what they get. And then every day it's just about trying to like live a good life. Yeah. And everyone here is just so evil and like self-centered and like obviously i don't want to say everyone that's a bad you know that's not very positive but being real like it's sad that people are so ungrateful yeah i think it's just because of where we grew up or like even even if we weren't like what's the word (laughs) even if you're not like like really in it like if your parents just came to this country mm-hmm. and you were born here in America, obviously you're not, you didn't grow up the same way they yeah. did. But you still understand. You have a bigger sense of being grateful because of the stories that they tell you. Mm-hmm. Did your parents talk a lot about living in the Philippines, like what it was like? Uh, yeah, for the most part, they're just saying how, uh, oh, like I said, they walk like miles, mm-hmm. like up these crazy hills and stuff just to go to school. Yeah. And then, um, their roads, or even roads, is just dirt roads. And I don't think they even had, like, their own car. Mm-hmm. I honestly don't really know much about my mom. But yeah. I just, like, figured, like, found stuff out from my dad. <laughs> like, he okay. would walk majority of the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he had, like, a motorcycle for a while. Like, in the Philippines, there's mm-hmm. this thing called tricycles. It's just, like, a motorcycle, and it's, like, a little cart mm-hmm. attached to it. It's, like, a little taxi. Yeah. And... Like, he would, like, um, that was, like, his job. So, he would, like, use that and, like, go around the city and stuff and, like, make money. And I can imagine it wasn't that much, right? Yeah. I mean, they got pesos. Hey, pesos. Yeah, we do, too. We do, too, in Mexico. (laughs) Same, same, but different. Same, but different. We keep saying this. That's funny. No, um, do you, like, did your parents finish school or... Uh, my mom did. She yeah. went to school for nursing, mm-hmm. and then <laughs> Filipino stereotype. <laughs> and uh, I don't know what my dad went to school for. I actually I don't know if he finished, mm-hmm. but he was a pharmacy tech. I would assume that he finished, but okay. he never talked about did it. Did they have to pay for schooling out there too? I'm assume. Yeah. I assume so. Um, I think. I think my mom was the youngest, so like everyone was like just taking care of her okay. and stuff. So like everyone. I don't know. I don't really know anything about my mom, so I, like, barely talked to her about this stuff. Yeah. So if they went to college and stuff like that, what, when did they decide that you wanted to come here to the U.S.? Ooh. Or was there a reason? Do they ever tell you, like, there was a specific reason they wanted to come the here? The American dream. Yeah. <laughs> what was, what did they tell you about the American dream? America is where it's at, baby. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Like, you're going to make so much money. All your, like, your friends and family are going to, like, support you. Blah, blah, blah. There's this whole video that my brother showed me about, like, um, why there's a lot, actually a lot of, like, Filipino nurses. Because, mm-hmm. you know, Filipinos nurse stereotype. Yeah. And all that. Um, so, basically, uh, I guess during World War One or mm-hmm. II, um, the, 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 I think... America just like went to the Philippines like colonize it. Like they were like 
having us to be allies or something. <laughs> and in the schools, they wanted to teach Western medicine, so like American and shit, right? And also, they wanted to teach the Philippines English. So they're teaching them Western medicine in English. And so, like, when they're um, low on, like, nurses and stuff, they're like, fuck, we, don't need, we need more people. Um, there's, like, not enough people in, like, America to, like, help us. Mm-hmm. Let's go to the Philippines and they're like, learn our shit and learn real English. So, like, let's just grab them and bring it over here. And so that's why <laughs> there's fucking a lot of Filipinos and stuff. It's like, they just thought, like, oh, since we already know this shit, like, let's just go. And, like, plus they're, like, having this whole, like, like advertisements mm-hmm. saying, like, America is the best. Here you can, like, learn all this shit. You can have the freedom that you never had in the Philippines. And, like, they weren't even getting paid, like, the amount that they should have. You still aren't, actually. I'm not surprised. Right? Like, um, like a lot of, like, nurses were, like, in ICUs mm-hmm. and, like, like, very, like, critical shit. That's, so like, bro... And they were getting like paid like the right amount. And then it's like they, they passed that career down to like their children and stuff because they felt like it was giving them a place here in America. Yeah, right? well, it's more of like survival because that's all like immigrants really knew. Yeah, was just how to survive. Mm-hmm. So when they were like taught like, oh, this is the dream, this is the way. You, everyone has to go through this same way mm-hmm. in order to be able to be good. And also. Um, Coming to America was like the quickest way to like get a citizenship. Like at that time, mm-hmm. um, when they needed more nurses, it's like the quickest way to be considered a citizen in the U.S. Yeah. So they jumped on that train and shit because they thought they were coming to something great. Yeah. For the most part, yeah. I mean, my mom was making bank. You know, mm-hmm. she was doing her shit. But it's like she's still getting on the short end of the stick, like everybody else in like her same unit. Yeah. But. They were also still grateful, so that's the thing too. Like that's, the, I feel like that's so shitty though. Like we get all, like all minorities get like the short end of the stick, and we're so grateful because we're, dude, we're raised to be grateful yeah. people. You know, like we literally count every small blessing that we get. But it's like, at the end of the day, you have to realize like we're getting the short end of the stick. You know, like and, and we don't want to be ungrateful, so we like we try to be. St- so happy about the things we do get mm-hmm. you know and then it's like you can't deny everything that's going on around it yeah. or like how we're treated you know exactly what about your parents like how is it like how did they come to america and everything it was a lot different for my parents so both of my parents are from uh, mexico you know mm-hmm. um my dad's from right under baja california it's a mexicali Mm-hmm. And my mom's from Hidalgo in Mexico, so it's a little bit closer to Mexico City. But they both, you know, they grew up in a poor home. Like, they lived in little farms. My dad literally raised a little piglet. <laughs> yeah, dude, and my grandma <laughs> traded it for a washer machine. So, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like... That's so different. It's a very <laughs> different world. Both of my parents uh, didn't finish school, but that's because in Mexico, school is expensive. Mm. And, like, you only really get to finish... Like, in high school, you already have to start paying for... What? Yeah, for school. school. Yeah, so sure. both of my parents didn't, like, finish school. My mom that's really cool. wanted to be a nurse really bad, but they couldn't afford it. My grandpa yeah. had... 11 other kids he had to take care of so obviously you know growing up in that like they wanted better for themselves Mm -hmm. i think my mom just you know she wanted her kids to have a good life and she she met my dad out here 
um, in California because my dad was working with my uncle, who's my mom, or yeah, my mom's brother. Mm-hmm. And um, they met there. They had my older sister in California. They moved here to Vegas, and then they had the <laughs> the other four of us. Dang. But dude, like, even though my parents didn't go to school, you know, they came out here not knowing a freaking word and started working in anything that they could my dad obviously worked in construction mm-hmm. my mom worked at a laundromat or something for the mm-hmm. first time and very underpaid obviously both right. of them yeah. very underpaid they don't have papers um but you know they fought to stay here they got jobs my dad ended up going to school um and he got his citizenship okay. so it just like really bothers me when people try to talk down on people and it's like yes. literally dude they came out here for us pretty much yeah. for a better future for their kids and like my dad did it you know yeah he came here not supposed to right but like mm-hmm. they don't you i don't feel like people understand what it takes to be able to come to this country and what they ask you and how long it is and like if you'll even get approved so a lot of people come here with you know like just trying and it wasn't easy my mom had to freaking cross a desert and swim through a river and my dad luckily he was closer but <laughs> my dad was only 16 i believe and he came by himself huh? by himself dude he decided that because my grandma was already out here she uh-huh. had got she had got papers i believe okay. with um my uncle who's the baby of the family yeah. so pretty much the whole family came to california my dad and his other brother were alone and my dad was like well i don't want to stay here like i want a future and he jumped on top of a train and hid there and could have died that whole time yeah and he crossed over here he ended up somehow finding my grandma got he had like a phone number called from a payphone and somehow found her what the f- that sounds like some movie shit right so pretty much you know my dad came here and he after working and stuff he my dad it's it like hurts the most because my dad as even like kids like he talked about this american dream and being part of this country and like he went to school dude he literally he went to school because he wanted his papers and he wanted to prove that he could do it and i would stay up late at night with my dad and he he had dictionaries and he would just practice writing words over and over and just practice talking to us and like translating things Mm -hmm. from books just to try to you know and my dad went to school and he passed the class and he became a citizen and that's how my mom got her residency so you know like it just sucks yeah. that like people try to act like we're not inclusive to this country mm-hmm. you know or especially because like i said my dad just pitched us since we were little you know this american dream and right. he tried doing everything so right and he's like so proud to be part of america for like this country to like disown all of us pretty much you know they still look at like down on um minorities mm-hmm. like hello hard and like i hate it's it's weird kind of like being asian american Mm because like we're supposed to be like the model minority Mm -hmm. but it's like even then we're still a minority yeah because like we're still looked down upon by these higher people that Mm -hmm. think that they rule the world and they're like no (laughs) you don't (laughs) nobody does nobody i don't know it's just so uh, frustrating to like um like, see my friends and, like, family, like, go through so much and then, like, still be, like, down. Mm-hmm. And then, like, 
I hate when like people would be like, "Oh, we still started from the same place." I'm like, "No, you don't even know. You don't understand what it took to want to be. Yeah, to get here. Like you were just, you just popped out the pussy. <laughs> <laughs> and that's like another thing, like, you know, we were two pretty much because we were born here, but it's like it's different because yeah. we look different. Yep. And people perceive us differently. Yep. Like whether we want them to or not. I feel like when you were little, do you feel like you had this idea of an American dream? Um, ever or do you think that was like popped for you really early i guess in a, in a sense like like you know how in movies everyone had like every, every household like had like golden retriever mm-hmm. all the girls had like yeah their, like three best friends mm-hmm. everyone had like long blonde hair and stuff yeah and it's like you look at yourself in mirrors like oh i don't have any of those things You're like none of this is relatable yeah my parents don't even like dogs even though i had like three <laughs> but back in the day when yeah. i was little they didn't like dogs but, like, I just thought, like, oh, that's how I'm supposed to be. Or, mm-hmm. like, I'm supposed to have these types of friends. But then, or, like, girls are supposed to be, like, these things. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, I don't like any of those things. You were, like, things. none of this is relatable. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't, like, I grew up being a tomboy. So, like, I don't like dolls. I hate pink. Mm-hmm. I hated purple. <laughs> and I was, like, I don't like any of those, like, cre- like girly shit. I just wanted to play with Transformers and Legos. Like, that's <laughs> all I wanted to do. And then I was just told, like, you have to be this. You have to be like an image of this and that i'm like but why can't it just be what i want to be <laughs> or like why don't i fit in with any of these things and it made me feel so secluded do you or, feel like the not being like presented or not being able to understand like what's on tv and stuff like not being represented pretty much do you mm-hmm. feel like that affected you at all oh for sure yeah the, there's this whole stigma of like Asians on in Hollywood mm-hmm. of like there's not a lot there's like no like no Asian stars and stuff yeah and like so I had like no one to really look up to mm-hmm. and kind of sucks because I'm like all these girls every time I'm like oh I like this person that person these actors whatever and I'm like I don't have that I mean I yeah I like these same yeah. people but it's like uh but where's my people mm-hmm. I don't know any of them I don't even understand my own language which kind of sucks too yeah and that's such a big language barrier too between me and my parents because mm-hmm. yeah I don't understand my language and then they'll be like oh your cousins want to talk to you I'm like oh, they don't, I don't know, know English <laughs> you're like I don't know what to say or like they do know English but then like, it's super like minimal and I'm like mm-hmm. oh, I don't I don't know what to say do you kind of feel like an immediate because I feel like okay, like mm-hmm. I speak Spanish yeah. so it's kind of easier for me to you know like understand the culture mm-hmm. fully and everything and but obviously then it's like we well, live in america where they only want you to speak english yeah well a lot uh, of people you know i feel so. like there's a, just a lot of holes yeah like uh let's see i i i know majority of my culture mm-hmm. like through like food and like um family parties and stuff and like what we see what my mom shows us like on tv mm-hmm. but i don't know it enough to really like appreciate it if that makes sense like like they're like traditional dances or like um like traditional like dresses and stuff like i don't know any of those because of the music and stuff because you don't understand yeah i don't understand any of it i don't really know any of it like i would like to know i mean Mm -hmm. i could just teach myself yeah i'm hanging harder than it should be (laughs) but like it would, be, it would have been just nice to maybe to grow up yeah. knowing these things already or like knowing how to speak my own language. Mm-hmm. So when you guys were little, your parents only spoke to you guys in English? Pretty much. Really? Like, um, they tried to, but I think 
Like, we were just not responding. But then it's like, we're only like two. So it's like, bro. Do you think that, that maybe at all, you don't think that maybe they were kind of like, well, you know, what if they like speak this language first and then they don't pick up English? Do you think any of it was like mm, fear-based maybe? Probably. Like, do you think maybe they just wanted you guys to be able to fit in like, and be okay? You know, that, that could be a factor. Because... <laughs> Yeah, it was just like their first time coming to America. Yeah. Like, okay, we're bringing these new, new beings into life, <laughs> and it's like, should we just do this or that? Should we let, let them grow up speaking one language or two languages? Yeah. But we also don't want to like stand out, so like let's just hire heads, conform, and conform, and yeah, in. yeah, like go. Like be maybe yeah, like maybe it was something deeper. Maybe they just wanted to make like life a bit easier for you guys maybe maybe you should ask your dad i should ask my dad like hey so (laughs) let's get to the bottom of this why you don't teach me (laughs) (laughs) i mean it's cool though like you know being you being bilingual Mm -hmm. i'm sure that's like really helpful it is it is helpful it's nice obviously because like it is a deeper understanding Mm -hmm. you know like and I mean, Spanish is, it's not just for Mexico, you know, obviously that yeah. a lot of people speak Spanish, yeah. but it opens up, it also opens me up to those cultures too. Mm-hmm. Like it opens me up to cultures from like Cuba or Puerto Rico or, mm-hmm. you know, the Dominican, like obviously it's not the same thing, but I understand. So it's like, I can, it would, now that I think about it, yeah, like I'm really grateful that I do know Spanish because if I didn't, it would close all of that mm-hmm. and I would know so much less of the world you know and it's all just by knowing a language that's crazy so we've been talking about the american dream a lot do you feel like what america is now resonates at all to what you thought the american dream was oh no (laughs) it was a for me i feel like it was a like a really big heartbreak because like i said my dad really oh my god he sold us this dream you know my Mm. parents both did and about how great everything would be and if you just fit in and you just like are a good citizen you know and i mean like is any of that a reflection to what you're seeing now um, for the most part no like uh i'm kind of embarrassed to be in this country at this point especially mm-hmm. right now yeah because they're not doing anything <laughs> they're not doing anything especially with this pandemic like are you kidding me dude they're just so ready to like, show all these numbers of like oh we got these numbers tested these people are this number or whatever and like better than all these other people like okay oh, and d- that's are you gonna the, get no the crazy part yeah the crazy part is i'm like i feel like america makes it this competition and it's like you guys don't even really care about your people yeah you like, know or at least not all of your people yeah like, for, like honestly i don't think any people yeah, they, everyone just cares about themselves. Like, uh, I don't know, this country is so selfish. It's so, uh, uh. I want to see, because I'm like, I always want to be the person to be like, okay, well, you know, there's good things. And there is good things, don't no, get me wrong. America's yeah. not the worst. Like, there's a lot of things we should be grateful for. Like I said, in the other countries, there's a reason why people come out here, you know? Mm-hmm. But I feel like there's a lack of... Empathy. Yeah, empathy and just like education i feel like people are uneducated and that's why they can't empathize with people yeah and it's also just like how we're uh, what we're taught in school like okay sure math english Mm -hmm. whatever like those are just like your base 
courses, but like, do we really need to learn like the square root of pi or type shit? Like, do we <laughs> never need to use learn it? The Pythagorean theorem? Like, no, like <laughs> we don't need that shit. It's it's stuff like that. Like, I feel like America kind of lacks, and it's like you you're supposed to have this sort of image, and then you're just building us to be robots. And it's I'm sure it's kind of the same in other countries. I don't know, mm-hmm. but on America's behalf. Get your shit together, man. This is why like, we're like the most. Um, I mean, actually, I don't know if this is true, <laughs> but from what I see and notice, is like we have the most um, mentally unstable people. Yes. You know. <laughs> you know what? That is so true, and I feel like a lot of it is because they're not happy. Mm-hmm. Genuinely, like mm-hmm. people here care about power and money and like lists of how high they can get in places Mm -hmm. they care about like what their name means and it's like none of this is relevant to your actual happiness because you're always focusing on what other people think about you Mm -hmm. instead of what really matters dude oh my god that reminds me uh i remember one time to this coffee shop with my dad and like, he's like, oh, my friend's here. And like, there's son, he, one of them, he has twins. Mm-hmm. So one of the guys, he's, uh, I think he was like in law or he's like, you're going to nursing. And then the other son was like in art. And they were like, only talking about the, the nursing son. I'm like, well, what about the artist one? Like, is he happy? They're like, yeah, he's happy. I'm like, but he's not making enough money. I'm like, well, why does that matter? As long as he's happy, mm-hmm. right? He's like, yeah, you're right. And I'm like, you're not agreeing with me. You're just saying that. And then that's just really sad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's also a thing, too. It's like, mm, you're just thinking about the money. You don't think about, like, the happiness. It's just still, like, the survival thing. I know? feel like ugh, people really don't realize that money's not going to buy you happiness. It can make you happy temporarily, mm-hmm. but you could have all the money in the world, everything you've ever wanted, and still be miserable. And there's mm-hmm. so many people like that that are in power, and I feel like that's why they want to... Not, I don't want to say ruin it for the rest of us, but mm. I mean, that's why they're so sour and angry at everyone. And I feel like if you look at it, a lot of minorities live a simple, happy life where yeah. they, because we're so grateful for things. Yeah. And I'm not saying all people or all white people. I'm not saying these things. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying a lot of the people do live a life like that because they care about people's opinions. They mm-hmm. care about their power and money and they want to live a picture perfect life when in reality on the inside they're like dying inside they're so rotted inside that they just they're miserable and they're happy making other people miserable and like they're just projecting yes a lot of what's happening inside (sighs) to others and it's so sad like it's sad to see that um I'm just happy most uh like talking with you and like other people at our age. Actually just like in our generation. Like we we're very um woke mm-hmm. and very aware of like when we we step out of line or when we uh, I don't know, are at fault. I think we're just compassionate. There you go. And we own up to words. we own up <laughs> to our actions. Yeah. yeah that's why I feel like a lot of like generations before us didn't learn because they're all on survival mode that's mm-hmm. why these karens <laughs> just don't know how to do anything right oh. <laughs> freaking karen go there. <laughs> i don't i on i lost the word that i was looking for but i just feel like 
it's a lot of i just keep coming back to a lack of empathy and understanding people just don't they're scared of what they don't understand and it's just sad overall it's sad because it like being a person like us if we walk into any place at all really or if me and you were to go to summerlin or henderson Mm -hmm. people will look at us automatically yeah because they don't understand us and like i just feel like if people would open up their circle and like take the time to listen to stories and just educate themselves like i feel like people are just scared of what they don't know yeah i they're just like afraid of the unknown it's like oh if you're so afraid then why don't why don't take it out on others if it's all on you mm-hmm. you know like you're supposed to work out work down work on it yourself mm-hmm. no one's gonna like teach you that you and know what i i I think I remembered what I was going to say is that you were pretty much talking about how our generation, right? We're Mm -hmm. very connected and we're super aware of the things we do. Um, I don't feel like the older generations, it's not that they're not connected. I feel Mm -hmm. like they just don't care to want to understand because Mm -hmm. they can't admit that they're uneducated on certain things. And they also don't want to admit to their faults when they do something wrong this thing called pride yes the ego pride the ego is a bad place to be at it is and like a lot of people don't even realize it and then when they do is it look it's a little too late Mm -hmm. and it's kind of sad and like um i understand you know everyone's on their own journey in life everyone it's not a race Mm -hmm. and like everyone's going at their own pace but like i feel like these are just like essential things that you should be able to comprehend. Mm-hmm. At age, you should be able to understand, or starting to understand, like, okay, maybe these things aren't right, or maybe I should be more empathetic. Or yes. I should be like, how how am I? What am I doing that's affecting other people? Exactly. So it's just like, it's interesting to see older people who don't understand that, mm-hmm. or just don't. I don't know. Maybe I'm just like very no. It is true. No, it. no, no. It is true because I feel like they teach us in school mm-hmm. to be nice to other people. Yeah. They teach us not to bully people. Mm-hmm. They teach us you, that you don't. You're not friends with a bully, right? Yeah. You you stand up for people. So how is it that we're lacking this in real life? How can you tell children to stand up for each other and not allow these things to happen when you have a president like we do and you're supporting him? So, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just like, you guys are, you're hypocrites. Yeah. And you obviously don't stand by what you say. And it's sad because I feel like people think that because they're not racist, right? (laughs) Because they're not racist. Or because they're not saying these things directly, that it doesn't matter, that they're not doing anything wrong. But it's like, how can you be a part of something or support something that is so wrong in many different levels when you say you love or care for someone, Mm -hmm. whoever that is? Or if you're around people that are minorities who this affects, but you're like, okay with it. Yeah. I just don't think that's it's that I maybe it's just me, but it doesn't mm-hmm. sit well with me. No, it it's definitely doesn't sit well with me either. And I feel like everyone has like this filter of why what America is supposed to be or like how it's supposed to be ran and like it's, uh, it's just so annoying. Like, can you just take the filter off to see how it really is? Because mm-hmm. it's kind of fucked up. <laughs> I think 
everybody just has this like fake love it's like the superficial love mm-hmm. and it's like i'll love you up until i have to do something about it yeah. and it's like we're not asking for much we're just yeah. asking you to acknowledge mm-hmm. what's going on but like people won't even do that people won't even acknowledge what's happening yeah. and that it's wrong and like it the thing that makes me the most sad is I understand obviously everybody's gonna have different views like we're mm-hmm. not all gonna have the same opinions and that's why I like to surround myself with different people so mm-hmm. that I can see different perspectives yeah. but that's good. when something's wrong mm-hmm. we just kind of have to call it out for what it is and anybody backing this dude up in the things that he's saying and doing that's really fucking making this whole country look pretty shitty at this point like you're making whatever excuse it is that you have for voting for this man you're saying that it's more valuable than our lives and our livelihood and that hurts and i just wish people would understand it's just that. our human rights dude like it's just like it's like um, a fucking relationship like we're asking just like the bare minimum of like attention and mm-hmm. like love and like you can't even give that like you're literally turning a blind eye on shit that actually matters the most and like these are lives mm-hmm. and these are lives being taken and like it's just like kind of sad again like embarrassing to see that like no one especially the person who's in charge of this damn country ain't doing shit about it or acknowledging yeah it's like we're all pretending and it's like who are you kidding bro we are the people who are seeing this yeah because it's happening to us and he has the audacity to be like y'all lying i don't see shit what you guys talking about i'm over here under my bunker let me hold a bible from this (laughs) church like what the fuck bro which you know his hand was burning yeah like like and then that's another thing is like people bring jesus into it and it makes me so sad because if anybody was christ-like you would know that these things are wrong and if you really do believe in god you would know that god loves all of us and he says it multiple times he wants us all to treat each other the way we should treat each you know with love with compassion with empathy with understanding like even if you're not religious like jesus made us in the image of god so we're all like perfect in Mm -hmm. his eyes and and since we are like an image of him we're all connected in some way like you know all made from love and that's a thing like people don't understand that it's like they're just selfish and self-centered i just don't think people know what love really is yeah like people don't have real love or unconditional love i just i can't get over this fake love thing Mm -hmm. like it's not okay and honestly i think it sucks that we have we feel like we have to suppress ourselves in order to not make other people uncomfortable when we're not the ones doing anything wrong we're the one suffering we're the ones dealing with this we're the ones not being acknowledged not being heard and i feel like we feel guilty because we don't want to make other people feel bad but we literally live in this country where all they do is make us feel bad for just existing in it you know like like uh, for just being for just walking around or it's just i don't know how people don't understand or see that and i just feel like america has it plays this number game where like this is how many 
immigrants we have is how many are like the different minorities we have. Yeah, we're a good country. But then it's like you treat all these people like shit. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. okay, if you're gonna have like, if you're so proud of like your numbers, at least be proud to like be able to take care of us. Be inclusive. Yeah, like you're not even doing anything. And it's just like. And the sad part is, I feel like. I feel like a lot of people are threatened by us as if we're asking yeah. for anything and I'm like all we want is to be treated the same. Yeah, like we're not even asking for a lot. Like bruh. Like I just feel like they're like, oh my god, these people they're like what go are you back to your country? Yeah, like what are you talking about? You go back to your country, you're not even from here. Your ancestors are probably from fucking <laughs> Europe, like fucking Poland or something. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I've said this many times and I'll say it again that this country feels so entitled to people who are literally entitled to nothing. Dude, they don't even know their ancestors. I'm like, like you guys literally <laughs> took this from many people. Like, this ain't even yours. It's like going to someone's like going to someone's house and be like, I'm gonna make myself a plate and like they're like, What the fuck what do you do? It's like I'm making myself a plate because I feel like I need this. I deserve it because I'm hungry, so I'm gonna eat your food. Right. It's like now. how does that make sense? That makes no sense at all. Like you're not gonna just bargain into someone's house just to steal their food. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. It's it like keeps reminding me of like this childhood American dream that I I really thought was this thing and mm-hmm. then just waking up and realizing that it, you're not a part of it, you know? Or, like, that it was just, like, this hopeful dream. And, I mean, I'm obviously happy that we did have that because Mm -hmm. I feel like it taught me to be grateful for a lot of things and to be hopeful at the end of the day that Mm -hmm. hopefully, you know, I want to, like, love this country again. I want it to be... I want to see an American dream, you know? I don't want to have these conversations with, like, my kids. Mm -hmm. And overall, that's why I feel like I wanted to do this podcast and sit here and talk with people is because I want people to hear our voices okay. and just understand we're not asking for extra shit not at all we're not literally we just want you to understand that this is the reality of this country and we need to acknowledge it first and foremost like can we just acknowledge the fact that things aren't okay and it doesn't mean we hate the country yeah it doesn't i want to be hopeful dude and mm-hmm. i really want there to be an american dream but we have to fix what's wrong with it first yeah, you can't just, like, um, you see all these problems, you just ignore all them. It's like, okay, let's go to just rant this fucking random shit. We're just gonna fix this over here, yeah, you know? And like, it's you, you literally have, like, so much to fix, and you're just gonna ignore all of it? Like, bruh, you're just gonna sweep all of it under the rug, and, that, and like, it's gonna build up. And I look at us, a lot of, a lot of shit's been building up, and, mm-hmm. like, it's coming to surface. And then, like, it's sad that they blame the same people that are being mistreated for all of it yeah they're so quick to point fingers so quick like so quick and can we just talk about how the media and the tabloids and everything just honestly direct things to make it seem like we're all the problem media is a lie all the news is on twitter i just (laughs) to be honest it really is honestly you see everything on twitter first but it's just sad i don't know i feel like People think that by standing with us or, like, helping us, that it makes them seem like they hate this country or everything about it. Or, like, I, dude, it's not going to make you freaking Mexican to help <laughs> Mexicans or black. You know, no, yeah. like, 
you're being a real person with real feelings and yeah. like you're caring and that's something that so many people don't have and mm -hmm. i don't know like if it's out of fear or if it's because they care what other people think mm -hmm. but it's sad i think one thing for sure america lacks in is just being a human yeah you know what i mean like just accepting that like we as humans we aren't perfect we're we are we have a lot of flaws a lot of um we're just not robots and we're yeah. just not like this perfect being because the only perfect being is god <laughs> <laughs> in love and light you know what i mean like it's it's so it's so lacks of just being again a compassionate empathetic yeah. and it's just like we were so america is so built on numbers and business it's like perfectionism uh, perfectionism narcissism in fact and like it's just bruh <laughs> Why can't we just be? Why can't we just treat each other just like another human beings? It's like it's like treating each other like plants, like flowers. Like that's what we really are mm -hmm. in a sense. Like we need water, we need mm -hmm. sunlight, some nutrients, you know, and love. And that's same thing. It's just like we just can't even see that, or most of us can't even see that. But like that's all we just truly need is just love and like compassion, and it's just like ah. Uh, so frustrating. I just, I don't know how people don't see that. Is that we all want the same thing. We're mm -hmm. all shooting for the same goal, which is just happiness, mm -hmm. joy. Like, it's just literally surviving. And I don't know, man. I feel like I'm hopeful that we can make things better. I'm hopeful that people can have more open conversations. I'm hopeful mm -hmm. that people when they have these conversations they actually try to understand and that they surround themselves with different people because like i said at the end of the day i feel like it's just because we're not exposing ourselves to everyone around mm -hmm. each other and we're not using each other to the best ability we can you know you can grow from everybody you meet oh, yeah. and the more different people you meet the more you understand and the more you understand the more you gain compassion and empathy and it's just we can build bridges we can literally mend and mm -hmm. heal america if we all just talk to each other and be in community and have these conversations that need to be had yeah because yeah. we need yeah. to understand why your excuses are more important I just, I just wish people would at least acknowledge it and mm -hmm. stop brushing it under the table and stop, like, doing these reverse racism. Mm -hmm. It's fucking driving me insane. There's no such thing. There is not. There is <laughs> no such thing as reverse racism. This is a real fucking thing that's happening in the world that we need to acknowledge. We, we literally just need to mend mm -hmm. this country and we can make it be helpful for all of us, but it's not going to happen with this guy. It's just not. I mean, is there anyone left to even help and save us? I mean, look at the freaking people running right now. Honestly. It's kind of... It's oh, scary. It is very scary. It is very scary. And it's sad that you have to choose from two evils. But there's also a lot of things that are going on in this world right now that yeah. people still aren't acknowledging. Like, there's so many 
bigger problems and obviously racism is huge you yeah. know and hate is huge but we have a problem with the children dude oh boy don't even get me started have you seen that scene yes uh, oh my god yes <laughs> and i'm like crazy. can we come on are you guys gonna sit here and not uh, act like your president is not hanging out with this guy like, and there's literally pictures. <laughs> and not just one or two. Like, are we going to ignore all of this? Are we going to ignore the child? I, I don't even, I don't even want to, like, talk about this because I'm, like, disgusted. It's and, like, can we, like, how can you guys sit here and be so patriotic and so proud when America is literally the biggest in trading and buying child pornography and if you guys i really didn't want to get this riled up but if you guys haven't looked into any of this educate yourselves because there's a real fucking problem in this world but especially in this country because everybody keeps hiding it Mm -hmm. there's um you know how like the schools are or the president wants to open up the schools and stuff next fall Mm -hmm. and like obviously a lot of people are against it because covid Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, so if you really cared about the, the children's education, you would, you know, help these kids out. If the ones who are missing, who are, like, in trouble or in danger, mm-hmm. you would help these kids out. You're so about the kids and for their future. These kids don't even have a future anymore because, like, they're gone. Mm-hmm. They're in these different, like, places. We don't even know. Or they're, you know, not even here anymore. So it's like, mm-hmm. it's sad. Like, you, you so... Um, you put this these kids' futures on a pedestal, and yet you're not doing anything to help it. They don't care. It's so... Eh. It's so sad, It's man. just this... There's so many things that we could talk about today, and I just want people to acknowledge it. I just want people to acknowledge that this is the world, and it's fucked up right now. Mm-hmm. And if we don't acknowledge it, we're never going to take a step towards the right place. And honestly, I don't want to argue with people. Mm-hmm. Like, I just want us to have conversations. We need to acknowledge that there's a problem. There's many problems. Oh, yeah. And a lot of them start with hate. That's what With America's ignorance. Hate and ignorant. <laughs> like, it's literally hate and ignorance. And... How can we keep turning away from these videos? I don't understand. I don't get it, dude. I just feel like if you have access to a phone or a computer, any way to get to the internet, which is like everywhere, mm-hmm. you're able to educate yourself. And it's not that hard. Like, literally, just type a few words, read a few articles. I mean, obviously, some aren't true. But still, it's a good read, you know? I agree. Like, it definitely takes away from, like, going on social media, looking at pictures all the time, looking at your friends. Honestly, don't do that because I don't want to admit that they might be wrong or their opinion might be wrong, Mm -hmm. you know? Because people are so set in what they believe in, which is obviously really sad Mm -hmm. because it's like you don't care at all. You don't want to be compassionate. You don't want to take the time to even google something that's obviously real but it's just because people are so set on their ways yeah i mean you can only do so much to try Mm -hmm. but it's only uh, up to the other person to uh, 
be able to do it. Yeah. I mean, it's go for anything, like, um, having a conversation, having a relationship, whatever. It's, it takes two to tango. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you have, you can only do so much. Yeah. And you, there has to be a middle ground. Like, if they don't want to, then they don't want to, too. And that's okay, too. Yeah. But it's just like, you know what? If you're not okay with it, I don't know if I'll be okay with you and bring my my life. Exactly. <laughs> you know I mean? you, and that's the thing that people don't understand. Like, people get so hurt by you setting the tiniest boundaries that you need. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if you can't really, truly love me, you know, and try to actually understand and not just say that you want to understand, mm-hmm. but really have these conversations and take a look at the truth because that's what it is. Yeah. Then... Yeah, I don't want a relationship like that. Like, I really, I feel like it's empty anyways, you know? It would be this fake love that we keep talking about. Yep. I don't know. Do you feel like there's anything that we can do to start? Like, there, is there any place we can start, even if other people want to keep believing in what they want to believe in? I feel like it's just educating yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, being able to acknowledge what's really happening in the world and like you're able to like spread it if people are ready to receive it Mm -hmm. you can't just give that out if they don't want to receive you know what I mean I feel like we also though have a responsibility to voice ourselves and when we are in situations where we can step up and Mm -hmm. speak up and educate people we have to because i feel like at least for myself for a very long time i suppressed a big chunk of me mm-hmm. in order not to make people uncomfortable or you know start certain conversations and that was my bad but you also have to realize that i'm a mexican-american right first mm-hmm. generation born here yeah and my parents always you know i have to be american enough for the americans but i have to be mexican enough where i'm still mm-hmm. in love with my culture and i'm still mm-hmm. accepting it so I feel like it's always like this. It's not always, but you know, sometimes I have to do like the switch and it's mm-hmm. like, be the most American, be the most Mexican, always fit in, mm-hmm. always take people's feelings into consideration because you have to fit yeah. in. You have to, you know, again, this American dream. Uh, and Exactly. And it's like people want to blame you for certain things but it's like i've lived my life suppressed and i'm barely coming out of that now Mm -hmm. and it that's why now i'm being very vocal and that's why now i wanted to do this podcast and i wanted to talk to people about real fucking shit because it sucks but it's the world good shit though you know and like it's dude the suppression is over like we need to speak up and we have that responsibility to have these connecting conversations with people whether it make them uncomfortable or not to know that we tried Okay, I see what you're saying now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like when I was, uh, I was just being very, very considerate. But like these are actually things that you do have to like talk about. Yeah. Because again, like how are you gonna educate yourself and not share it? Exactly. Like we keep saying, we keep circling around. Honestly, I feel like overall it's just about community, and I feel like that's what's gonna be the bridge. Is we still have to be hopeful. Mm-hmm. We have to, you know, try to be optimistic about what we can do. And what we can do is have conversations. We can have connections with different people. Like me and you, you know, we're yeah. Mexican and a Filipino. But we have a lot of... If people would just talk to each other, they'd realize they have a lot more things in common that they 
than they even know, you yeah. know? All of us. And at the end of the day, we all just want love. Honestly, like, with all the bad things happening in the world, there's still a lot of good. Being, waking, being able just to wake up next day and, like, to just go about your day, drinking, drinking clean water and stuff, like, small little things. Mm-hmm. Being able to, like, breathe in um, clean enough air. Yeah. Because <laughs> the air is not that clean, but, you know, we're going to do a better do. job at taking care of our it's okay you know we're doing our best and that's all that should matter we're doing our very best honestly overall i just really hope that anyone here listening takes this as a sign to just be more in community especially with people who don't look like you mm-hmm. we all have to stop being so scared don't you think yeah. like what are you guys scared of man but my friends vary from every freaking color age like i don't care like i just wish everybody would just be in community and just talk like learn about each other yeah because you're only gonna learn from other people like everyone has everyone has stories Mm -hmm. and that's where we learn the most it's just storytelling that's what we do the best storytelling exactly you know and how else are we going to learn if we're just going to be in the same group, same people, same circle? It's mm-hmm. like you're going to hear the same stories if you keep doing that. So why not branch out a little bit? Exactly. To learn a bit more and mm-hmm. more from them and more from other people than them and other people. And it's, like a, it's like a circle of life or the, um, the flower of life, how they're all connected. <laughs> yes. So all these bunch of circles, it's all one. I agree. I really hope that Hopefully by the time, if we have kids, you know, hopefully by the time they grow up. They're going to be best friends, you know, damn sure. They are. (laughs) Honestly, like I said in the beginning, Michelle's like one of the first people I freaking call if I'm like, I don't know what to do right now. But that's what I'm saying. Like, we all have different perspectives, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, me and you, we are same in certain ways, but we have different perspectives. And, Mm -hmm. like, you have to be able to lean on different people for different views. Yes, ma'am. And education, like, it all just brings us back to empathy. Mm-hmm. Compassion and also forgiveness too, because sometimes you don't even realize how you're so mad at yourself and mad at the world. It's like, wait, why are you being like that? And I was like, just telling yourself like, it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay that you feel sad. It's okay that you feel mad. It's okay that you feel happy. You know, we're all just humans. We're all just humans to be humans. Humans doing human things. Humans having human feelings. I agree with you, and I'm really glad that you actually brought the forgiveness thing on top, also, because I feel like if people have done you wrong and they want to change be forgiving yeah give people another chance so that they can see that if you can be empathetic they can be empathetic yeah if we all just forgive each other and heal and it's not too late you know if you've been wrong about certain things it's not too late to want to learn Mm -hmm. it's not too late to take a step it's not too late to forgive and just to be open and really love but genuinely love. But most of all, forgive yourself. Yes. Because that's where it starts. It does. Bun. You know what? That's true. That is very true, actually. Mm-hmm. I'm really glad you said that, too, because, <laughs> for example, when I said the, the suppressing thing, mm-hmm. I had to forgive myself for allowing certain things to happen. Mm-hmm. And now that I do, I'm okay and I can forgive others and when you can forgive yourself you can forgive other people yes, and when you're not judging yourself you won't judge other people and yes. we all need to like you said work on ourselves in order to heal the world mm-hmm. to heal america especially especially because <laughs> we really need it oh yeah 
We really need it, but I'm hopeful. Oh, actually, before I go into all that, um, nobody guessed what my puppy's name is, by the way we got her. And since nobody guessed, nobody won 20 bucks. So um, please, guys, follow me on Instagram and be interactive with me. Because if you're listening to the podcast and you know what's going on, you got a chance at winning some prizes. So nobody, nobody ever hit me up with a name. Um, Forrest actually guest narwhal and i said that she was a girl so sorry forrest you don't win 20 dollars um her name is nova guys i'm gonna post a picture of her on instagram so make sure you follow me on there because if we have another contest you know you might win some cash money okay. money which didn't happen <laughs> this time but now to finally end the episode i'm really first of all want to thank you so much for being yeah, here with me really, and giving yeah, me the time and, you time and talking about some serious shit you oh, know yeah. because we need to have these conversations oh, five sure we really need to have these conversations and um you guys if you want to follow michelle i'll have her on instagram with you know you can follow her on there reach out dude talk to us like talk to real humans who like can educate you or steer you in the right way or you just have this conversation. Exactly. Yeah. Just have conversations. Just have conversations. Talk to people. Have a new friend. Have a new pal. <laughs> but, so, last time we were on here in this podcast. Mm-hmm. Well, not we, but, you know, me yeah, and C-Star. Yeah. And uh, I made this thing up called the Rapid Fire Round Questions. Mm-hmm. Michelle. Yes, ma'am. If you could go back to little Michelle. Okay. And tell her something, what would you tell her? Play with those Transformers. <laughs> I know you've been staring at them. I know you want to play with those Transformers. You want to play with the Transformers? No. Why? Because <laughs> my parents just gave me dolls. And like my brothers would have Transformers. Like, I want to play with those. <laughs> Little Michelle, if by somehow you're in the future and you're hearing this, play with those Transformers, girl. This is nothing wrong with playing hey, with Hey, okay, the Transformers back in the day were kind of like crazy i love transformers they're like transformers robots <laughs> in disguise <laughs> dude they're freaking cool we're not gonna edit this out All that right. was perfect that was Amazing. lovely okay next question number two if you could change one thing in the world with the snap of your fingers what would it be <laughs> I'm not even going to ask you to elaborate because everybody should know why. Oh, God. One of those. Both I mean, of them, maybe. <laughs> Two in one. Please. Two in one shampoo. <laughs> we hate two-in-one shampoo, but... If you're a guy who uses that, maybe the three-in-one, please stop. Self-care. Self-love. Self-care. Okay, Go listen to my last Come podcast. On, Find out your worth because... Two in one shampoo ain't it, baby. It ain't it. You gotta get them separate and get face wash. Like, and moisturizer. Come on. Moisturize your face. Moisturize your dry ass skin. Your ashy ass looking ass. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. <laughs> the question to end it all. If someone told you they wanted to change their life right at this moment, but they didn't know where to start, what would you tell them? Yourself. Starts, starts with you. Um, starts with healing yourself and thinking like loving yourself don't even worry about like oh what does this person think what does that person think what my family gonna think like no Mm -hmm. don't even care about that what do you want what do you what do you care about what are are you passionate about what are you what do you want out of this life you're only here on this earth for so long so what do you want to make out of it 
you know what <laughs> i'm gonna cut out the rest of the podcast and just leave that part because that was beautiful one <laughs> and if you guys need to please rewind that whole part of the last question and just listen to that over and over again because that is the truest thing yes ma'am you need to work on yourself baby girl Thank you so much again, Michelle, for coming on my podcast. I appreciate you so much. And I hope you guys keep tuning in to Growing a Lily because, like I said, we're going to have real-ass conversations about real things. And you might just win some money occasionally. (laughs) So have a great rest of your week, you guys. I'll see you next time. And as always, stay gold.